good news, everyone. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Broke and Bougie Podcast. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Quinn. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, happy April. <laughs> happy birthday. Um, we'll start that with Happy birthday to me. To you. To me. I'm like Quinny. I don't have denial of how old I am. I don't have denial. Now you don't. But the day of your birthday and after your birthday, you had a little denial. I am a 26-year-old woman who's on her way to her 30s and it just <laughs> you're a 26 year old woman okay um denial much I think so well happy birthday to my dearest friend in the world I love you very very much thank you Woo-hoo. when this episode drops we will be in New York City Ooh, celebrating one of my favorite places to go, obviously. You I love New York. I was like, like, I lived there for eight years, so. You loved New York. I know. And I was so devastated because I wanted to get back at all these plans last year. And 2020 said no. <laughs> 2020 didn't just say no. 2020 said, bitch, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> hell no, sit your ass down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I cannot. Um, go to enjoy my city but it is opening back up now and hopefully it will be a little bit warm when we are there and I hate when you guys say that I say that all the time when you guys are like oh nice weather or oh it's gonna be warm like I live in fucking California I know real nice weather like <laughs> I know real warm I'm sorry we can't all live in California and have the best weather ever it's not even that it's just how you describe it because you're like oh yeah it's gonna be nice and then well, I look at the weather it's gonna be nice for people who've lived in cold states that's nice that's when excluding me <laughs> dead heat of winter and you get a 50 degree day, you're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, that's amazing. We're gonna be out, we're outside, we outside. See, if you guys just said that, you're like, no, you guys say, oh, it's a nice it day. It is nice weather though. It's, that's not nice. Nice. it's not nice for you, but people who that's live all in I'm the saying. East Coast, that is nice. I'm a West Coast show day, okay? <laughs> you are a West Coast show day. You are, I can't even say it's all of California. It's just really Southern California because like Northern yeah. California gets like cold it gets stuff cold. Up there. It gets cold here too, but for majority of the time we have nice weather and a real sunny day. Like today, today's going to be like 90 degrees. Today in Atlanta, it is sunny. We had a rainstorm yesterday. Supposedly we keep getting these tornado watches, um, but I'm, I'm inland. So our of Georgia, so I don't get the actual tomato, but it's sunny out right now, and it's windy as shit, mm-hmm. it? but it's cold outside. It says it's 43 degrees. Yeah, that sounds cool. But so yesterday, it was 70 degrees, but it was rainy and overcast, so I hate when it's rainy, overcast, and warm, because you get humidity, <sighs> but um, at least today's a sunny day. I, I like sunny days. You have like better moods. Um, well, speaking of moods, what are you in the mood to talk about today? 
What do you mean? What am I? I in the weather. About? Look at we this. know what we're talking about, though. That oh, I, I know we planned on talking about, but you were talking about the weather like it was. The well, sometimes the you need to catch up on the weather. God. Do you? Do you, oh, and yeah. defend this. Defend yeah. catching up. Yeah, we were talking about New York, our trip to New York, and the fucking weather, Quinny. God, the example damn. is just you not want maybe people yeah. tune in to hear us talk about the weather. Okay. Some people are like, oh, yeah, I want week old weather. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, I really do. I think that you're right. You're so right. I'm. I don't even know how I didn't even know that. But thank you, Chrissy. But You're welcome. And I mean, you could have just been like speaking of and then went into the segue and said, no, 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 speaking no, no. of, what do you I want to talk it. about today? That makes it seem like we didn't know what we were going to talk about. Oh, I knew what we planned on talking about. Yeah, there we were talking about the weather. <laughs> okay. So we're going to we're going to work on your transitions. <laughs> Girl. Girl, it's been over a year. You should already have this. And usually you're really good with them. You're like, speaking so, okay. you know going to speak of this. If I literally gonna... thought you were going to say, no, 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 no. Weather, there was a video. <laughs> he said, what no. do you want to talk about? Because you were talking about the weather, like the weather was the topic of the podcast today. So maybe you should work <laughs> on, let me finish. Maybe you should work on maybe not going on and running off on tangents because you ran off on a tangent about the weather. I'm not running off on a tangent, a tangy. I literally was just talking, I was making conversation. <laughs> you know what? Conversation. You know, do you have it? Agree, agree to disagree. Let's How about that? Let's just agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Since we do know the topic, the topic of... Well, since we're agreeing to disagree, maybe we should talk about how it's okay to leave a relationship. Oh, I am leaving see, this conversation. See that? See that segue there? <laughs> yeah, because I'm leaving the conversation with you about the weather. You want to leave this conversation... So let's talk about how it's okay to leave things. Man, no. Totally okay, people. And all and all stuff. And the funny thing is, we were talking about this prior to, you know, the whole everything going on with the two, the rappers who were in a relationship. Yeah, the Clavo and, and Sweetie and, and other people who have had it. We were talking about it. We were talking about it because I feel like these generational Z, is it generational Z, Gen Z? Yeah, generational, right? Generation Z. I don't know. Generation Z, maybe. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's Generation Z. <laughs> we were saying how if you're in something toxic, or not even toxic. No, that's not how we started it. That's not how we started it. you're not feeling it. No. That's not how we started it? I can't remember. I remember? Mean, gosh, I thought you were prepared for this conversation. <laughs> No, okay. We are a little feisty today. Oh, it's uh, coffee. I know what's wrong with me, but you know, I'll digress. Blow is here. <laughs> um, who said that? I hate you so much. Um, no, we were talking about how people don't date anymore. It's like they attach themselves to people, and it's like, oh, I like you, you like me. We have to make this work. Where it's like. Mm, you really don't have to make it work. You're supposed to date someone to see your, if you're compatible or not. And if 
you like each other. Once you decide that, then you decide, hey, are we both in a space where we want to be in a relationship? Then you do that. Then you can kind of, you know, move forward. But what's happening now are people are just like, hey, I like you. I like you. We have to make this work. And it's like, no, you really, you you don't. don't. But I feel like too, with social media, I hate always going back to social media, but that is that we live in. It's like a stigma of you dating people. Maybe I don't, I won't even say like you should censor yourself of dating of who you're dating or you want to date. I mean, you're always to it, but I feel like that's what um, Lori Harvey was doing. She was dating to see publicly she wanted to be in a relationship with she was doing that but she did it publicly so you get scrutiny because that's what i'm saying when people attach themselves to someone too prematurely like if you've only been dating someone i would even go as far to say less than a year if you've been dating someone for less than a year you probably don't know them as well as you think that you do you know what i mean like so and then people think because they've been dating a year like oh we have this connection we need to get married and they're on this fast track where it's like no you can date someone and get to know them and be friends with them and all those other things but 100 you can i mean i believe in you you can do something fast if that's like if you guys are your values and your morals add up and you feel that's what you want to do i know people who got engaged after a month and got and married before a year and they're still married and it's years with kids now, does it always work? hundred percent not, but. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about that. But I definitely feel like, I mean, there's going to come a point in time, maybe um, within the year, you're going to want to date exclusively. So you're going to become boyfriend and exactly. girlfriend. Exactly. You date exclusively. And you're not going to be dating other people. Agreed. But I don't feel like you should attach yourself right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially at a young age, if you're 18, 19, 20, get out there, date. That's how we multiple people conversation. We were talking to your niece. Yes. That's, I remember our whole conversation. Yeah. Like date multiple people. Don't feel like. And have your boyfriend, because you're 18, is your be all end all. Oh. Because it's not. We all did it. I thought that. <laughs> I know you told me you're going to marry um, a certain person <laughs> his job um, working for waste management was a really good job with benefits. I hate you so much and right now. You guys <laughs> we're going to live happily ever after and everything was going to be great. And I did say that. Did you think you would be able to live the lifestyle you're living now? <laughs> you would have married them. As a trash man's wife? What do you mean? <laughs> Girl, you said trash man, waste management. Hey, there was a show about a trash man, and they lived a good life. The Rock, I remember. Um, and he used to bring home, like, really good stuff, and his wife hated it. But I'm just saying, do you really feel like you... I just think that I, I was a perfect example of attaching myself to someone so early and as a, a young age. Where it's like, no, that age is where you're supposed to get to know people more, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also feel like you you knew that person, but you guys also were now maturing to a different level. You knew each other as children, kids, teenagers, you know? Yeah. And then once the real world sets in, it's different. 
different when in my real world that's the part that's like so funny is because when we get to like the he was like my childhood person I would say yeah but when you get to like my adult years and like me who I am now like he has you know yeah no relevance to my life exactly he's totally different and you're totally different but I think people don't think about that they think a lot of it is you're such free will when you're younger because you don't have a lot of the um, bills and all the responsibilities that come with adulthood. And I mean like adult adulthood. Cause I feel like even at like 25, 24, we didn't have the responsibilities we have now, you know? So you are more free. You're more open. You don't have these serious conversations. No 18 year old is about to have this serious conversation of a 401k life insurance. Oh, like, wow. what, what? I need to know your master game plan. I mean, you don't, but I just need to know some motivation. No, you're free. You're free. will. you probably like, let's travel together. Let's do this. You know, Another thing too about being so young versus being young now too is you have the pressures of what you see on social media, like you were saying. You know, we didn't really have that. So it was easy to stay disconnected. But if you break up with someone, you have to see them with the next person. So sometimes, like, you know, that old saying, like, I just don't even want you to be with the next person. Like, some people are staying in relationships because they just don't want to see the next person dating them. And I know we said we weren't going to talk about them specifically, but like, I am proud of Sweetie for leaving Quavo. And on a classy note, I feel like too. I think so too. I think she left. She didn't say why. Um, She just was like, you know, we grow apart. And when you grow apart, it's it's time to leave. It's time to Mm -hmm. exit. Um, And now this video has come out. Girl, ghetto. It tells a whole different story, but have you noticed? For sure. She still hasn't talked out about it. I don't think she will. I don't think she will either. I think she's going to take the high road. And that sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes your drama really doesn't need to play out in social media. And again, we don't know why it was they broke up or she left, but we do know she did it and that's her choice. And I'm proud of her for that. And she did um, it classy. And she, did it, nor- she didn't play it out. Yes. She didn't go on a tangent. She didn't get on a live. She didn't say he ain't shit. She didn't do any of that. Like sometimes you do need to just keep things, pri- even though you're a public person, you need mm-hmm. to keep things privately. I agree. You know? There always will be, people wondering what happened or will blogs blogging about it because that's just the that's what we're in that's the era we're in um but yeah social media I mean social media could ruin your relationship I'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) I have a question for you your last two relationships how did they end um well one I was ghosted Okay. And the other one, we just decided we didn't, it wasn't working. We were dating though. I don't feel like I was in a relationship with him. I feel like we were. I'm sorry. Yeah. Better question. The last two people you dated, not in a relationship. I felt like we were like dating. 
No, that's it. You're thank you for correcting me. That's my true question. The last I feel like we were dating. Um, I feel like when we just felt like we were going different places and I was just like, it wasn't, we were getting into like, we got an argument over the stupidest thing I remember. And I was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to argue with you over something as stupid as this. I was like, what were you arguing over? Over text messages and not answering them. What? Yeah, literally. We got in a whole heated argument about it. And I was like, I don't feel like this is. Both of you were heated or you were heated? I wasn't heated, but then the way he was coming off made me heated. So then I got mad. Then I was like, why am I mad about this? I was like, this is the stupidest conversation. I was like, because I felt like I was communicating my point across very well. And then he was just like, no. So then, you know, my Aries, my fire sign came out, my fireness. And I was like, well, then. Snipped his balls. <laughs> it's like, is this how you feel? <laughs> and then I start calling him out on shit. I feel like I am. I don't want to ever get to that point again where I'm just like, I'm about to tell you why this, you know what I mean? Like, if it doesn't work, I want to normalize like, hey, it doesn't work. I did this once and it was, it's the most beautiful thing. Someone that I was dating previously, like we're friends now, but our friend, it's not like we're not, we're friends, but like, you know, I don't know how to describe that, but we were dating (laughs) and it was just like, hey, we're not compatible before this gets nasty and ugly, let's just be friends. And I want to normalize that because there's no like lingering feelings. I don't have this like question about where do we stand? And I think that like, that's important. I don't feel negative about him. And I used to feel negative about like every ex I had or every person I used to date and it didn't work out. And now I'm realizing like, it's not really negative. It's just, Hey, we don't work out. That's a good thing. We don't mesh together. Um, the date that I went on, I realized me and him realized we were definitely two different people and it would not work out. And we were okay with that. We that is so that. beautiful that it's early on too. Cause that was like date one. Too. It was date one. And I was like, Oh, it was a great date. And you know, we had great conversation, but his, his morals and values were not aligned with my morals and values so do you think if you would have continued dating him you would have been would you consider that settling um we wouldn't have settled we would have had like we would have got to the point of arguments (laughs) oh gotcha no I mean like maybe my I'm not worried my oh but like settling because I get what you're saying yeah I think people do that like they know that I'm like oh not going with my first gut and saying, let me give him a second chance. And then- No, not even that. I'm saying like your morals don't necessarily align, but you had a great date. Okay. Like, would you be like, oh, I can go on an- another great date and maybe eventually our morals will align. Because I, pe- I think sometimes people do that too. Like they think- yeah. They ignore the things that are kind of really important in a relationship. That like are right there in front of you. Yes. Um, for me, no, I wouldn't have done that because I realized- with dating in over years and kind of doing that saying, okay. Oh, it will change, um, that it doesn't change. And I'm not also saying that your values and morals have to align perfectly, 
but you have to sometimes be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And me and him definitely were not on the same page. He started talking to me. I told you about the whole like masculinity thing. And I'm all for that, but you know, I hate, um, I hate that guy. And when he told me he started, he listened. Kevin Samuels. Yes. When he listened to him and then he started to explain to me why he wasn't that bad. I was like, yeah, it's a no for me, dog. No. And like I said, they don't have to align, but you have to be on the same page. And I'm all for men having their masculinity and, and everything. But I feel that Kevin Samuels tell these men that your masculinity trumps everything over a woman, if that makes sense. Yeah. Your masculinity is superior to anything. Right. That, that deals with a woman. That's a really good, that's a really good simplified way of like what the problem with Kevin Samuels is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, Make a no. That's what you are. Like, I'm not going to do that. And he swears these people. And what I don't get, I'm sorry, I'm going, I am going on a tangent here. Oh, look at her growth. As one of my favorite first people say, Rihanna, she says she goes on a tangent. Um, Gosh, now I just lost train of thoughts. God damn it. (laughs) Shout out to Brie and her tangies. Yeah, because I literally forgot what I was about to say about Kevin Samuels. Oh, that's what it was. Now I got it. It's back. What I don't like about him is he thinks these women, or they said they call because they want a six-figure man. First of all, in this day and age, not saying because I don't make six figures. To me, six figures isn't that much money. It's not. I feel like a lot of people make six figures. And I actually feel like more women probably make six figures than men, but mm-hmm. that's just me. Um, and the things he be saying about what these women need to do to get a six figure man, I'm like, I feel like if I got to do all that, my he better not be six figures. I better be like in the millions, like I just, way I just, more than so that. If I'm doing all this shit. If I got to look this way and present myself this way, supposedly to get a six figure what it just (laughs) simplifies and like shrinks a relationship into like how a woman looks and what a man can provide and I'm just like a relationship is so much more than that our people would be able to be matched up and there wouldn't be divorce and families would be beautiful and thriving if all of it it took was a beautiful woman and a rich man you know what I mean (laughs) like and I hate that that's just like, we're like, but you don't see that. You don't, that's why it's not there. That's not true. That's because not true. beautiful women and rich men are still having issues. Because again, not to bring them up again, but Quavo is a rich man who is very generous to his mm-hmm. beautiful girlfriend. Sweetie was a beautiful, she is a beautiful woman outside and in from what I can tell so far yeah. and educated and had her mm-hmm. own money. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Still didn't work out. Girl, so Kevin, <laughs> what well, was the reason? Like, also, look at all these rich men who are on their third and first wives. That should tell you something. 
And I hate it too. Like people are like, oh, I'm like, I don't know if I want to take advice from a guy who's been married three times and divorced three times too. Say it one time (laughs) as the divorcee in the room. Like Like, if you do that multiple times, your relationships work. So therefore, and then I hate, I read comments where people are like, well, that makes him more knowledgeable. No. How to lose a woman. (laughs) It makes you a, like, look, it makes you a failure. Yeah. Sorry, and how to you lose all that your relationship? And right. they were like, maybe he like upgraded every time. The fact that you think you need to upgrade after a relationship should probably tell you that you don't need to be. Like I said, some of these comments. It means you should have walked away from the relationship before, like we said. Yeah, and I just oh, he just grinds my gears. Girl, get it? I get it. I get But it. also with comments, I feel like this Quavon sweetie thing, um, people are like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, the video? Yeah. Women. Women are saying that. Yes. And yeah. I'm just like, but these are probably the women that it would happen to. I hate to say it. Well, don't say that. Don't say, don't do that. Don't I do know. That. I don't want don't to. Do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But they would, Quinny, you know, there's a bunch of them. And that's why we're having this saying it's okay to leave. It's okay. It's okay to leave. It's okay for situations not to work out. It's okay for um, anything that doesn't bring you happiness, joy, and peace to walk away from. Yeah. If I feel like if it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. It's like the Marie, um, what was her name? Marie Kondo? Kwando, yeah, Maria Kwando. You ever seen that? On I have Netflix? no idea what you're talking about. On Netflix, if it doesn't bring you joy, then you get rid of it. Like in mm-hmm. your closet when you're feng shui. Remember, I was doing my spring cleaning. If mm-hmm. it doesn't bring you joy, you get rid of it. That's her whole thing. Oh, no, I didn't know that, but yeah, I agree with that. Um, kudos to her. Cheers. Yeah, it's kudos. But <laughs> it's it's more about clothes, but I think in life, um, it's if it applicable bring too. You joy, yeah, then. Yeah. You should, um, sorry, Marie, it's Marie Kondo. Um, but yeah, that is, um, she has the show on Netflix, um, the Marie Kondo method, but spark joy. That's what it says. If it doesn't spark joy. Yeah, no, I agree. You get rid of it. And I think people should take their, again, take their time when they're dating someone because People always, we've talked about this before, put their best foot forward. And, you know, I learned a lot from the last experience I've had with dating, just really getting to know people. Because you really don't know someone for like a year, I would say. A hundred percent. I don't even think after a year because I feel like people. Agreed. Yeah. People will. Sometimes they won't show their true colors. People can hide their true colors for years. True. Like who they really are. And so I feel like sometimes if you, they will always show you a small glimpse though. And if you see it and you have an ache in your belly and you're like, I didn't like that. Go run. <laughs> question. Don't question it. There is something that is is there and I always think of um this is a little morbid but not really so I worked with this girl 
um, in New York. And she was always so happy, so go lucky and amazing and all that stuff. She was just a really great spirit, all this stuff. So I remember her being gone for like a week and then she came back and we went to get coffee. It was a b- bunch of us. And someone was like, oh, did you enjoy your vacation? She was like, I wasn't really on vacation. And that's all she said. And they were like, oh, she was like, so you just took a week off. And she was like, yeah, I had something that happened to me a long time ago. And it actually just went to trial. And I was like, yeah, tell me more. Yeah. So I don't want to pry because I was like, this is not my business. Um, so we were sitting down coffee. I remember it was four of us and she was like, well, I'm better. I'm, I can share now. She was like, because the trial's over and I, I love the outcome of the trial. So she was like, when I first moved to New York, I met a guy, he was super great boyfriend. We dated for three years. Everything was great. She said every once in a while he would lose his temper, but never on me. She was like, we were out at a bar and he lost his temper. And I summed it up to, he was drinking. Mm-hmm. and it was alcohol and she said one time they were something and he snapped and so she was like these always gave me sinking feelings but it was never on me so I was just like this is something he probably can just work on or whatever um she said one night she came home from work and usually they're very good with communicating she just didn't communicate with him that she was going out for drinks with co-workers after Um, and she says, so she got home and he snapped on her and not the only did he snap on her. He beat her to an inch of her life. Like she was in the bathroom and she said she slammed, he slammed her head on the concrete, like the, the thing and she fell and then he slammed her head on the bathtub and this kept slamming her and then ran water because she was bleeding so bad, put her in the bathtub to clean off the blood. And she was like, I couldn't breathe. And she was like, I'm like, like telling him call 911. And then he just left me. She said, the only thing that saved my life was she got out of the bathtub and her apartment, their apartment, she couldn't turn off the water. So start to run and leak and go to the next apartment, like underneath her. And they came upstairs and he didn't lock the door when he left. So when they knocked and no one, op- no one came and they c- came in and found her basically lifeless. Oh my God. Again, someone she had been with for three years seeing little inklings of who he really was but she said it was never on her yeah but she probably had that feeling yep and so he had went to trial and um that's what she was saying it was that's why she took the week off so she could testify against him and he actually got sentenced so she was like i was super happy he got sentenced to five years or attempted murder Five years for attempted murder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life really Again, but- this is, she said it, good family, Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. Never had any other thing. She said she was really surprised. And then she said also his lawyers, they thought like I would eventually back down and the prosecutors would, um, 
And she was like, no. So it took him, I mean, it took them, she said, almost five years to go to trial. Shut up, because he just like drug it out. Because he drug it out. They're, the lawyers for the family drug it out. They were trying to get it dismissed in so many different ways, put the blame on her. Really? The blame on her, which she was in the hospital for months. She had broken ribs. Like, she was bad, bad. She, like, showed us pictures. I was like, oh, my God. And she was from Vermont, I think, or New Hampshire, like a small town. And her parents, her mom wanted her to come home. And she was like, no, I'm staying in New York. This is where my career is. And she said, I stayed. And I worked through it. And she said, it took me a very long time to date again. She said, but now she was like, I don't have blinders on. I definitely see. That's so important. Oh, my God. That's so like, yeah. Turn your blinders off because people will show you. Yeah. And she was like, we were together for three years. I was around his family. She was like, everything, we lived together. Everything Mm -hmm. was great. Mm -hmm. She said, but I seen these little things that I just didn't like, but she said they were never towards me until it was. And she said, the one time it was towards me, it was the worst she had ever seen it. Well, yeah, he blocked out on her because he had it all bottled up Mm -hmm. and not to, you know, diagnose him. I was well, like, well, that too. Maybe there's things that bothered him about mm-hmm. her. And instead of explaining, and he talking. just bottled that shit yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. took it all out on her because she didn't text him. She was going out for drinks. Then you need to date someone who doesn't have friends and doesn't want to go out to have drinks. That's who you need to date. Oh, my God. So uh, speaking of that, with this and millennials and Gen Zs, what, how do you feel about like, Guys who don't want girls to have friends. So weird. Is it weird? Yeah. Everyone needs someone. And everybody needs someone. Family, friends. Like, it's a controlling thing. And it's narcissistic. And no. I know. And I've seen it now more. I mean, I feel like it was always being like, it's some guys are like, we don't want you to be friends. They want you in this isolated stage. I see it a lot with like youngers, even talking with my nieces, there's significant or the guys they date make comments about their friendships. And I'm like, why do you, do you make comments? And I literally said, do you make comments about his friends? She's like, no. So why is he making comments about who you hang out with? Because it's this relationship is perpetuated where it's like you, where it's, we're going to get married, where it's like, no. You are a temporary person in my life, most likely, especially at that age, who I'm dating at like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, even you may not be too significant in my, my life. Yeah. But you attach these yourself to these relationships and it's like, oh, we're married and I love you and I'm not going to have friends and I'm not going to have this. And it's like, you're not even a whole person at the young age of 20 something. How exactly? I'm like, how do you? I was like, I I find that so awkwardly odd. I find it so odd. Yeah, but why wouldn't you want your young ass girlfriend to have any friends? Because you want her to be all up your ass all day. Like, why do you want that? No, they want her sad and depressed at home, not doing anything, so he can go out and be with his friends because he's gonna have them because he will have friends. He 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 will always have friends. Yeah. 
it will never be, this is a me and you thing. And that's it. <laughs> it will be, this is a me and you thing. But guess what? I also got friends. I'm going to go out and I'm going to have a good time when I want. Facts. And then you're going to be at home. Whoever I end up with is going to know that I have a whole group of friends and we get out here and see each other and see the world because you're, you're going to ask me questions like, are you in town? I may be. (laughs) Okay. Or what about the guy that comes with you? Like the boyfriend or the guy you're dating that wants to come with you to girls night or when you're with your friends, like wants to be around you. Like you have friends, but it's like, I'm going out for girls night. That's not the person for me. Yeah, that's just not the person for me. (laughs) I also find that very odd. I do too. Where it's like, oh, we do everything together. Why? Why? Like, don't you want girl time? (laughs) Like, just time with girls? I have a friend like that. You have a friend like that. (laughs) (laughs) I have a friend like that. You have friends like that. Let me not say like a specific friend that they would always want to bring like, the guy they were dating or their significant other, like to, if we were hanging out or a girl group thing. And I'm like, that's That's another episode. Maybe next week we should talk about why we've talked about why our friendship is so important, but why it's important to have a group of girlfriends. Yeah, that is true. We have talked about why like having a friend is great, but like you should also that too. More than one friend. More than one friend. Talking about how a guy can attach to you and you, you, there is friendships that can attach to you Mm -hmm. and only want you to be friends with them. Yeah. No one else. No, like, have any other friends. And like, if you you compare a friendship to a parasite, there's an issue. (laughs) A parasite. That's what it's like. It's like a parasite. It is. No, that's, that's next week's episode. We have to talk about that. I feel like. Like, I'm like, why don't you want your other friends? Like an, another group of friends? Like I can have a group of friends or you can have a group of friends or we can have a group together. Uh-huh. Um, I don't even think of it like that. I just think of my, my support system. Like, yeah. cause that's what friendships are. Like, I think sometimes it gets muddled up of what friends are for. Like you're my person. You're always going to be my person that we know that. But we have other friends who serve different purposes. And now feed our soul in a different way. In a different way. Oh, yeah. That feed our souls. Yes. Feed our souls in a different way. Like Marie Kondo, if it doesn't spark joy or if it doesn't feed your soul, you probably don't want it. (laughs) Well, my cheers too, because I think this is a perfect place to end talking about feeding your soul and freeing yourself of it. My cheers to for this week is cheers to you and happy birthday. You oh, yeah. my soul. You can never get rid of me. I might give you a little bit of space if you need it, but um, we in this forever. Gang, gang. <laughs> um, I don't think you would give me a little bit of space if I need it. I, I would. I don't know what your version of space is. There you go. There you go. A different yeah, I wouldn't text you for, for three me. days. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'll believe that. But thank you. Love it. Wait, who are we? Um what who can shut up and whine? Oh, there's so much. Anybody right? supporting that sh- foolishness that Quavo did? That yes, anyone <laughs> supporting that. Can we have a, another cheers to since it's my birthday? Sure. I mean, even though when this comes out, it's it's already old news, but I still want to cheers to Jen Shaw. 
being arrested from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Oh, in, tr- in true birthday fashion. I love that that's what you want to talk about. <laughs> that is like what I want Ooh, to do. And that's perfect because we can talk about her again next week too when we talk about the importance I mean, this of friendships. Because she doesn't have friends. Thing. She no. She doesn't have friends. She does not have real friends. So it's going to be so good to talk about next week because we're talk- We're doing a friendship episode. I feel because- like she doesn't have friends. Real friends. Real friends. She paid for them. She paid for them. Or she pays them. She was doing all this fraud. No. That's <laughs> you, can't have, you can't have close friends. She did. Her assistant. She paid him, but he was helping her with the fraud. But she yeah. is a narcissist and, you know, it's going to play out. And I, I can't wait to talk about this next Oh my week. God. This is going to be weeks upon weeks. I'm sorry yeah. that I referenced it now. I'm probably going to reference it more. You guys know. I love a good Real Housewives, but Salt Lake City came in with a boom, and it is just right what we needed. It is giving me life, even when it's not on right now. I mean, Department of Justice, what arrested? What while filming? While filming? This was during while filming. I was like, Bravo couldn't even pay for this good shit. They Mm -mm. got lucky. Mm -mm. Lucky. Bless. What was coming? They were like, Bless the feds. Yeah, from New York came all the way to Salt Lake City to get you, girl. I I, I second that. Cheers too. Yeah, cheers to cheers yes. to Jen Shaw. I just thought she's wearing a pyramid scheme. Damn it, this is so much better. I told you something <laughs> was funny about her money. Everyone knew something was funny about that woman's money when she couldn't even explain what she did and how she made all her money. Mm. I'm to- no, remember twenty twenty was the season for the scammers. Man. And you, and 2021 is the reckoning. You go back to some episodes. I said it. Said 2020 is the year of scammers. But 2021, you did. The feds are going to come for you. It's the year of reckoning. It's the year of reckoning. It's only, well, it's April now. But yeah, they coming for you. Coming yep. for you. Bang, All right, bang. guys. This has been another episode of the Broken Bougie Podcast. Talk Bye-bye. to you soon.